Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Believe You Are a Good Mom podcast. I'm Emily Wardrop from Drop the Word Life Coaching, where we help moms of young kids drop power struggle wars to create more peace in their parenting. Do you want to be a good mom? I will tell you the one simple secret of how to be a good mom. You already are. Don't believe me? You've come to the right place. I'm glad you're here. I've got you. Because when you truly believe you are a good mom, everything will change for you as you live into the truth of who you've always been. Let's get started. Okay, welcome back to the Believe You Are a Good Mom podcast. Our special guest today is Kimberly Nichols. Is that right? Hi. I usually, yes. before I hit record, I'm like, let me make sure I've got your name right. <laughs> so is Paxman your uh, maiden name? Okay. Um, cause, cause that's what you use on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Facebook says Kimberly Paxman Nichols. Yeah. All right. Well, Kimberly is a coach. Of course, you know, I love getting my chat on with the coaches. Um, and we were just talking about how she got into coaching. So I'll let her get into that, but first, just whatever you want to do to introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm Kimberly and I'm a life coach, obviously, but I call myself the resilience coach, just nice. helping moms with teens and tweens, because I feel like they need the resilience just as much as their kids do. And especially, you know, like moms are always saying that their teens need resilience. And I'm like, well, so do moms. Mm -hmm. That's how we get through the hard stuff. Um, so I just, oh. yeah, I love helping moms. Learn yeah, that's so that. funny about teens because everything we think we want our toddlers to do, we still need to do. We're like, they need to learn yep. self-regulation and like impulse control. And I, uh, <laughs> we can't do that either. So yeah, no, I like to talk, I like say, turn the mirror around, like flip exactly. the mirror around and whatever you want for your kids, you should do for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Okay. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's the same old thing. <laughs> <laughs> forever you have some toddlers too right or a little a guy at least that's four yeah mm -hmm. uh yeah. five boys yes did you mention five that or I cut you off too soon I didn't no that's fine I have five boys from four to 16 so my house is loud uh -huh. and busy but yeah it's, it's fun it's crazy <laughs> exactly yeah. cool so um you coach teens yeah. Tell us about how you got into coaching or when. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of, I was like a four year, five year story, but basically mm -hmm. I had four little ones. They were probably like 10 and under and I just was frustrated and unhappy. I just felt like I needed, I was trying to be a good mom and I was messing up everything and I wanted to be happier. And I was just, constantly trying to find the next like way to be more optimistic or to think positively or you know that would help me be happier and a better mom and it just never worked and then one day I came across on a website um, a launch for somebody's new book Molly Claire's new book called The Happy Mom Mindset and when I saw that I was like yes this is what I need and that's where I was introduced to coaching because I got some coaching from her. And, but the first thing that happened was a phone call with her and she 
I was telling her about how miserable things were and how I was messing things up and I was yelling at my kids and my house was a mess and just all my hard things, you know, my sob story. Mm -hmm. And um, she asked me, what if everything's exactly as it should be? And yeah, that hit home. And I remember just starting to cry because I knew like I have faith in God and I know God has a plan. And that was something that really resonated with me. And I was like, yeah, I trust that God knows what's going on. This is all supposed to be happening. And I, I'm okay how I am. Yes. And that was huge. And so just that relief of the little bit of hope of knowing I didn't need to be different. My house didn't need to be different. All those things mm -hmm. was a relief. And then from there, I just listened to podcasts and about four years later, I would say, well, maybe three, I had something really difficult happen with our family and without the knowledge of coaching that I learned, the tools and just this idea that we get to choose how our life is and our stories instead of letting the circumstances of our life control us changed everything in this really difficult situation. And so at that point, I was like, everybody needs to know this. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to know how much this can change their life and how freeing it is. And so from there, I was like, okay, I'm getting certified as a life coach and I'm going to coach moms and I just dove right in. So awesome. So one of the things I love about this story is that you were trying to be more happy and Molly offered this book that says the happy mom mindset. You're like, oh yeah, I want to be happy and I'm a mom. I need it, you yeah. know? And then the first thing she tells you is that, nope, it's all, you know, it's all good yeah. that you're not happy. You know, yes. and so first reaction would be like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like you're claiming to teach me how to be happy and you're telling me it's okay that I'm not happy. Like, do you, you see yeah. the jigginess there? Oh, and yeah. so that is what I am always trying to explain on this podcast is yeah. that, um, well, in fact, you can't see the video because we're not recording video. We're going to only have audio today because we're recording this very early in the morning. No, thanks. But um, even behind me on my little flip chart, because I'm going to use this in my um, T1D mom support group call tomorrow. Yeah. So I so I drew out my cute little AAA batteries because mm -hmm. I'm always talking about the AAA batteries because the acceptance one is the second one. Yeah. So once you get awareness of what's going on, that you're like, you know, I'm aware my life is hard. <laughs> like yeah. all the all the things you were feeling you talk to Molly and she's helping you with the acceptance piece before you can get to the alignment of being a happy mom. Like, yeah. yes, she's like offering this book that says that you can be a happy mom, but you can't get to that alignment place without the acceptance of where you are. And so that's the magic piece that we just like, it doesn't make sense until you try it. And and I love that it clicked for you instead of being like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense because it really is the secret to get the rest rolling. Yeah, totally. I feel like that is, that's where the relief comes in. Yes. And if without that relief and just like, I can breathe for a minute, you mm -hmm. can't move forward and you can't, you know, work on those things that you're struggling with that you want to improve. 
And because if you're constantly just thinking there's a problem or that something's wrong with you, then you're stuck in that like mentality of almost unfixable. Like yeah. just because everything seems to be failing. Whereas if you can just be like, no, it's okay. And I'm going to try and do better. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, the acceptance is that relief that you need to just, and to start loving yourself. Yeah. Right? Like, because you are in that place where you get so frustrated that you kind of don't love yourself. Yeah. Cause when you think that you need to be fixed, like as if you're a problem, as if there's something wrong with you, that's not a loving place. Yeah. And we were just joking about this before we hit record too, because the same things I got coached on a hundred years ago, I'm still getting coaching on because there's no like, yep, you're fixed. Carry on, you know, yeah. cause they're, you're not a problem. Like there's nothing wrong that needs to be fixed with you or your kids, your toddlers or your teens or your adult children. Nobody like we're all just humans doing the best we can. And this is the whole entire point of being here. Like if yes. we could just flip a switch and be fixed, then it, it would be like Satan's plan where it's like, let's just all come down here and, and be forced to do it right so that we can like all return in one piece. But that's not the point. That's not the plan. Yeah. You need resistance to grow. That's what I yeah. always remind myself and my clients. It's like, you need that resistance. You need something that you're always working on or else what's the point? Like it's, it would be so boring too. Like if every, I was just telling one of my clients that the other day, it's like, can you imagine if your teenager was the perfect child and never made mistakes and never talked back and never like, and then you didn't make mistakes either. Like if you both were perfect in whatever terms you want to think of it, mm -hmm. it would be so boring. Like mm -hmm. it would be wrong. It just wouldn't feel right. You wouldn't, I don't think you would actually enjoy it. And she was she realized she was like, no, that wouldn't be like, if you really think about it. If yeah. Cause I had like one ones, quote unquote, perfect day, you know, yeah. where I was like, I ran my four minute mile today. Like I was <laughs> the mom that I want to be or what, you know? Yeah. And if I picture that happening every single day, literally it's like the 50, 50 that you can tell that you're in the light because there's dark, you can, you know? And it's, so it's like, if I never had a day that I, like lost my mind or that my kids did. If we all just like no temper tantrum the whole entire day, that sounds so glorious right now. But if it was like day after day after day, you wouldn't even know that it's just a fish in water, right? You wouldn't even know. Yeah. We literally have to have that contrast in order to even experience the joy. You have to have the flip side of every emotion. And it's nice to say, you know, when we're just chatting about it, but living it is a different story. And yeah. so it's a matter of like remembering that, you know, Yeah, and, and mean, not to make always... it go away, just to, yeah. like you said, get the relief to endure basically yeah. to just, and to get the learning from it. Right. So, yes. so when you That's said true. that, because obviously growth, we have like the analogy of our own, like actual muscles in our bodies that we can mm -hmm. see that that's a true principle because Otherwise you, my visual, when you said that was, um, what is that movie called? Wally? -E? Did you? <laughs> yes. Like the humans in Wally -E are just like in recliner chairs in space for so long yes. that they're just these big blobs of people. Yeah. They literally can't walk. They have to move around in these recliner chairs because they've never, like, they don't need to exercise their muscles. You know, they don't need to do the hard thing to develop, to grow. And that's 
how our spirits would be if we just were like la di da in this life, nothing hard, you know? Yes, for sure. We don't want big blobby spirits. <laughs> we, want, <laughs> we want tough. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that's you know the resistance and the the stretching and all those. That's where you know we become. That's that's the whole point, right? It's not just to be here and to learn. The learning is leading us somewhere. Yeah. And we're, you know, becoming better and more Christ-like or just, you know, just becoming more of you. And that is how you do it. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you know, if what your strengths are or what your weaknesses are or how far you can go when things are hard until you face those things. Yeah. Until you get that in your life and kids are a great way to bring that into your life mm-hmm. as someone you have to deal with all the time and different personalities and all those things and moods and emotions and they bring up all your own childhood yeah stuff that needs to be healed and it's, it's all amazing yeah <laughs> and yeah it's like my my t1d moms that like right when they get the diagnosis that their child has type 1 diabetes it's like the overwhelm is just max, you know, and they cannot even see past their nose, like how they're going to handle this. And, and it's just like you were saying, it's like, I, I just know that they're just the strongest spirits, you know, that God has entrusted them with this stewardship because he knows their potential for strength, you know, but we don't like, we get the trial and we're like, wait, well, I can't handle this because we can't where we're at, which is why we need Jesus to help us through it. And then on the other end of the trial, we're that much stronger. It's just like having one kid and it's like, can't even like, I can't even leave the house. I have a baby. (laughs) And then my, my sister's like on her sixth kid, the same time I'm on my first, you know, and she's like, I only have one kid. I can do whatever, you know, like, but it's because like, just, um, you know, it's only hard for a while until you develop those muscles. And then, and then what used to be hard is easy. And then there has to be some new hard come in and yeah. So just acceptance of it all. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's the thing is right. Is when you, sometimes we don't realize what the problem is and what is frustrating us. And usually it's that like the whys, right? Like it should be different. And that's the resistance. It should be different. Just whether it's you or your the situation for your type one diabetes people, right? Like it should be different. It shouldn't be this hard or mm-hmm. why did my kid have to, you know, mm-hmm. all these things that is where that's, you know, the relief that comes in when you can just, yes, it's hard yes, this is maybe unfair even, right? Like Mm -hmm. as long as you can get to that point, then you're like, okay, but this is what I'm facing. So how can I get through it? Yeah. I tell my kids that a thousand times a day, like, okay, yeah, it's not fair. Cause I have one daughter. It's not fair all the time. She's the one that wants it to be unfair in her favor though. (laughs) I'm like, okay, (laughs) Mrs. It's not fair. What's fair here now? (laughs) You know, like, you sure you want me to do this fairly? (laughs) But yeah, it's just the resistance of reality that's that causes our strife. So really accepting that that it is how it should be, just like your very yeah, first and, lesson. And for me, I know that 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 is based on my faith in God, right? Is mm-hmm. that's where most of that is like, okay, yes, I know 
because when I'm reminded, when I remind myself of that, that's when it's like, okay, he's there. He has a plan. I'm going to trust that he knows me better even, right? Yeah, that he knows exactly. that I'm capable. And so I think that's like where it's mostly centered. And then the rest is realizing that, you know, this is life and we, you know, just what we talked about. Yeah. And, and it's I, easier to see that. when we look at us and our kids, you know, like our yeah. kids, even just walking, like they can't, they don't think that they can walk. And we're like, of course you can come on, let's keep going, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, or whatever drama the teens are facing, you know, or, or, oh my gosh, my six-year-old and her drama. It's like, I know that she can do it, you know? And I even tell that to them if they're like, I can't do it. I'm like, okay, well then I give up because <laughs> if you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to convince you otherwise, like you have to think you can in order to do it. And I know that when you think you can, then you can, and I'll yeah. be here to cheer you on. But if you've given up, then I give up. <laughs> it's like, I can't make you do something you don't want to do. And you don't yeah. believe that you can do. Well, and, and that's, that goes back to like, at least being willing to try, right? Like sometimes the kids will just be like, well, I can't do it. And you're like, well, give me, give it a try. And they'd be like, well, I'm just going to prove you wrong by not being able to do it. But then they actually mm -hmm. prove us right. are able to, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like sometimes it's like just putting that effort in, just trying. Yeah. Right. Because Even we know don't they fully can. believe just trying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's our belief in them that helps them believe in themselves, but yep. just as a type for the way God sees us too, you know, that we hit this trial and we're like, I can't do it. And he's like, yes, yes, you can. I know your eternal self and I'm just helping you remember who she is and that she can do this. And yeah. It's so good. Helpful for sure. So Kim, can I call you Kim? Or it's always Kimberly. Well, I prefer Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> I met a baby. I met a baby William this weekend that my mom kept calling him. Will. we're like, it's William. <laughs> He's not William. <laughs> Maybe never. Anyway. Um, so tell everybody how they can find you. Okay. Babe. Yeah. I'm, I have, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as it's chrysalis coaching with Kimberly. And that's so um, good. Like the butterflies behind the you, butterflies, right? Yes. Oh, I love me a butterfly can't see this analogy. beautiful picture, but maybe yes, we will put up whole, the video. <laughs> the transformation is basically, you know, what it is. So chrysalis coaching is chrysalis coaching with Kimberly. And I also, it's this website is the same chrysalis coaching with Kimberly.com. Awesome. Cause that's exactly what we're talking about is the messy middle that we're in right now. Yep. The goo the chrysalis phase, the goo. Yes. Mm-hmm. They break. I don't know if they know. The Go story. ahead. It's, yeah. Tell but, us, you know, about the caterpillars. Yeah. Caterpillars hit that point where they're ready to become a butterfly and they put themselves in the cocoon, but it's actually a chrysalis. So it's people use the words interchangeably, but it's a chrysalis and it's basically this hard covering that they wrap themselves up in. And in that hard covering, they are literally broken down into goo. Like every piece of their body, every like cell, they break down into this liquidy goo and then they build back up into the butterfly. And then they have to break out of the chrysalis too. And then once they're out of the chrysalis, they have to, their wings are wet and they have to open up their wings and dry them out and flap them around before they actually fly. And so that whole thing is like, we are in the goo 
you know, we're in the goo. And sometimes you feel like you, you've been broken down a hundred percent and that you're just this goo and nothing else. But that process of the transformation of becoming that potential, you know, butterfly and the process of what you go through and, you know, breaking free once you have rebuilt, breaking free of your chrysalis and the whole thing. It's just a beautiful, amazing thing. Yeah. And I love the analogy for our lives. And, you know, mom life is just a phase. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of you. It's one of those things. And you still have, you know, all this other parts of you and who you're becoming. Yeah. I love that so much. So I love that in nature, it's not just like, oh, that's a fun analogy. It's like, I believe that God literally like gives us nature to teach us about our eternal nature. Oh, for sure. And so especially like this chrysalis idea that it's hard. I love that. So you, sometimes we feel like we're trapped in the heart and we're just goo Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Right. That's what we're talking about. Like the acceptance of of the phase that we're in. It's okay that it's hard and that you're not a butterfly yet. So you can't escape the hard because your goo, (laughs) like, but that goo is transforming. It's not just like, we're just going to sit here and be goo forever. Right. Like the blobs in, (laughs) in Wally that way though. And that's the thing. If you you don't to, yeah, you want to have that acceptance and then the alignment and moving forward. Right. Cause that's how you do build back up. And that's where like the resilience comes in is getting through the hard, but accepting that hard is part of it. Yeah. And then breaking through the heart show. I love it. So sometimes we're trapped and we're goo, but there's hope that we can break through the heart and come out beautiful butterflies. I love it so much. Thanks, Kimberly. Thanks for being here and sharing. And we'll talk to all y'all later. Hi, thanks so much for listening. Have you signed up for your RBC yet? What is an RBC? Well, it's a relationship boost call. And I am gifting 365 of these for free this year. So go to dropthewar.com forward slash appointments to find a time that works for both of us. We'll hop on Zoom for a quick 15 to 20 minutes. And all you got to do is have somebody in mind that you want to improve your relationship with. It's fun. It's easy. It's a good time. You're going to feel amazing afterwards and no strings attached. Just come on, have a great free coaching call and then go on your way. And you can come back for as many as you need because we know it's no one and done around here with relationships. So go to dropthewar.com forward slash appointments to find a time that works for both of us. And let's get boosting those relationships. See you there. Bye.